This is the Straight from the Net podcast with Jamie and Danielle. We say bad words and talk about inappropriate things that you may not want your coworkers, small children, or the easily offended to hear. Listener discretion is advised. another episode of the straight from the net podcast i'm danielle i'm jamie it is the daytona 500 today i don't care i don't really care about that either but my husband does oh my god look at those cars turn left <laughs> and i can't watch i can't watch the daytona 500 the coca-cola 400 all those races because the sound of zing, 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 <laughs> will put me sleep faster than any fan <laughs> my husband loves it we went on vacation um, not even like a like a long one either. It was like five days, two days of traveling and three days there, basically. And um, we went to Daytona, and he got to go to the Daytona 500. And it's like you know when kids finally get that it's Christmas, and they wake up the next morning, and it's like it's always like three in the morning when these kids fucking wake up, right? They're like three, four in the morning. You're like, go back to bed. No, Katie never woke up that early. No, my kids <laughs> did. They'd be like, oh, I did too. I remember a couple times my parents being like, bitch, if you don't go back to bed. If Katie wasn't up, like, she used to get up pretty early until she was about nine. Mm-hmm. Then I'd have to go wake that bitch up because I'd be more excited about Christmas than her. Yeah, it's like, what are you doing? Let's go. It's time, it's time to go. Right. I got my coffee. I got my donut. I'm sitting there. There's <laughs> coffee and my donut. There's cinnamon rolls coming out of the oven. Yep. There's always cinnamon together. rolls. Yep. We did cinnamon rolls all the time, too. And I still do. I still do them. But um, it's like that feeling when kids finally get it. It's Christmas and they're excited. And that is the equivalent of what my husband feels like when we went to Daytona 500 and got to do the big old tour mm-hmm. and stuff. And he was just thrilled. So that's going on today. And uh, good for him. I'm happy for him. It's actually offline before we started. I was telling Jamie, like, we didn't really have, like, a very eventful day. I had, like, a lot to do yesterday. I did, do, you know, inspect a couple of houses yesterday and, and get some pictures. But, like, this week was, like, the week of, like, shithole houses. Like, we had, like, a hoarder house-looking thing. And then, like, the other house we had was, like, a multifamily, and it needed to be condemned. You could, like, see in the wall. Like, the corner of the wall had this hole in it, and you could see outside. And I'm like, how in the frack is anybody living here? And on the first floor, it's an old-ass house with, like, subfloors with, like, wood planks, because that's, you know, what it was back then. And in between the planks, you could see into the basement. That's got to be cold as fuck in the winter. I don't know. I was just like, what the fuck is going And there was just shit everywhere. Like, they were just throwing, like, their dirty plates on the floor. And, I mean, Ew. it was just disgusting. And apparently it was, like, an older woman that lived there, but she was in the hospital. And her son or her nephew and his girlfriend were, like, staying there. And I'm like, well, what did they do to it? Like, there was beaters. Just like, you know, you beaters to, like, you know, beat stuff with. <laughs> Obviously, that's what beaters are. Um, to, like, make cakes and stuff with. It was just on the ground. That's weird. It was just very weird. And, like, the, the vinyl flooring was, like, you know, it just, it, it's like you could see the couple things of, like, different vinyl flooring. Like, there was, like, a big hole. And I'm like, how do you make a hole in the floor, in the middle of the floor, where you could see down with, like, multiple layers of the flooring, and then it's, like, the subfloor again? I, I told my boss, like, they went down to the basement. I was like, I'm not going down there. I'm I like, this, this structure is not okay. Actually, the first house of the day, there was a freaking Rottweiler. In this goddamn cage, and it was bouncing off that cage, and it reminded me of the time that I went with Steve. That and you time ran away I, I from ran the imaginary off, dog? And I ran away from the imaginary leaf dog, because the leaf started blowing, and I was like, ah, I'm screaming, I'm running out to my car. 
Um, it was it was like that, and I was like, that dog's gonna get out of there because this thing wanted to eat us alive. And Kathy's just walking around, taking her pictures, acting like it's not happening. And then the dog would go blah, 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 like that, and like bounce off the thing. I'd be like, ah, I'm like screaming. <laughs> and you know what she always does? She goes, I don't know why she's worried about your dog. She has a pit bull. Oh my god! For the record, though, I don't have a pit bull. I have a Laney. I have a 13 year old lazy that all she does is sleep all day and fart. That's it. That's what I got. I got a lazy. She she gives zero fucks about things like that. Like she doesn't care. She's just like da da da. She's so desensitized to the world. Yeah, she does, and she's just like, "Have you even been bit before?" I was like, "A long time ago, actually." In when we lived in the trailer park, I was walking down the street, and actually, a Rottweiler chased me onto somebody's porch, and I managed to get into their their screen or their uh, storm door, and he stopped and turned around. But so I never got bit. I got bit by the dog at the trailer park. Did you? Yeah, my lip is scarred because of it. Oh, wow. Well, no, I don't know, but she always does that. I don't even know why she's scared of your dog. She's got a pit bull. <laughs> and everybody's like, oh, my God, you do? Like, the few people that are like, oh, my God. You know, like, you can tell Whatever. they probably watch Judge Judy and, you know, Judge Judy and, like, pit bulls. Um, but it's just it's just a very interesting week. But, uh, so how was your week? Um, so Friday was super crazy at work. We rolled out a new Qmatic system. There was almost a riot in the middle of the DMV, which was fun. What? Well, people have been waiting outside because we're only letting so many people in due to COVID restrictions. Now, the mask ban and all that has been lifted for most things, but not state buildings and not schools. Oh. So COVID restrictions are still in place because people at the DMV keep getting sick. Mm. Like, we've had, like, it's going through the whole DMV, like, twice, COVID. Mm. So the governor is like, these people are getting sick. So we're only letting a certain amount of people in. Right. Well, we put in a new Qmatic, and basically it sends people a text, hey, you know, it's your turn, start to come into the building. Well, there's still a line that forms outside. And it was cold on Friday. It was windy. It was cold. Oh, yes. That wind was killer. So some girl was like, I'm just going to go in and use the kiosk. Well, she cut the line. <gasps> oh. And oh my God, they were screaming, yelling. The trooper's like, you leave this building right now. And I was like, you're kidding me. Yep. So I'm like, he oh told my her God. to get out. Yeah. So there was like a riot, and then after work, <laughs> oh my God, after work, after the insanity of work, um, I had to go to my aunt's viewing, mm-hmm. where we said goodbye to my aunt Lois. Mm-hmm. Um, I got home probably about eight o'clock. When I got there, Paco had my favorite pizza, and he was like, "Here, baby, I got you dinner." <sighs> Points. So many points for that man. Yeah, absolutely. Because by the time I got home, I hadn't eaten since 11 o'clock m- that morning. So yeah. it was 8 o'clock. I was starving. Mm. So I get home, I eat, and then, like, my ass is like, I'm going to bed. So the next day, Paco's like, baby. And I'm like, yeah. He's like, you want to go to Devin's basketball game with me? And I'm like, oh, yeah. I'm just going to say that Jamie's no longer allowed. Oh, my gosh. To sports ball events. For Devin now. And here's why. Here's what happened. It's really not my fault, but it is my fault, kind of, sort of. Oh, Lord. So, anyway, we go to watch Devin play in this basketball game. They won, by the way. Go Peters! He plays for St. Peters. Go Go Peters! Anyway. Um, I have no idea what is going on with basketball. I have no fucking clue. The rules. Anything. I don't know anything. All I know is you get the ball and hoop. Well, I'm not watching who's shooting the ball. I'm just watching the hoops. I'm (laughs) clapping for everybody. Paco's sister Amanda is slapping my hands away. And she's like, Jamie, we don't clap for that team. And I'm like, they're kids making baskets. Good for them. And she's like, we don't do it. That's not how sports work. I'm like, okay. 
So I'm clapping for the wrong team. I don't know the rules. One time I look at Devin. I got my camera out. I'm taking pictures of Devin because he looks so handsome in his uniform. Mm -hmm. So I'm looking over at Devin and he stops and he puts his hands up to his face and it looks like he's crying. And I was like, oh my God, what happened? Babe, what happened? And Paco's like, walk it off. And And Amanda's like, shake it off, buddy, shake it off. And I'm like, no, go find out what's wrong with him. Oh God. So... The coach walks him off, and Amanda's like, he just got poked in the eye. And I'm like, I think it's his nose. She's like, no, I think it's his eye. I'm like, I'm telling you, I think it's his nose. So he walks, the coach walks him off the court, then walks him back on. He's got a new colored mask on, a different colored mask on. He's got freaking tissues, and his nose is bloody. I'm ready to fight a kid. Oh, God. I'm like, which one of these little fuckers hurt my baby? (laughs) So then, and I think I went wrong here because he came off that court. And I grabbed his little face, and I was like, are you okay? Because I keep forgetting that he's a 13-year-old boy, and that's not cool to do. <sighs> so Paco was like, babe, I think uh, we're going to, you know, maybe one basketball game a year. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah. Yeah. Hi. Then we went out to lunch, and we went to the limestone barbecue and bourbon. Yes, it's good. Oh, my God, those ribs. You know how I can have, like, four bites of something and I'm full? Mm-hmm. I ate a half a... A rack of fucking ribs. Mm. They were coming off the bone. I didn't give a shit about the sides I had. I just ate the ribs. And I was like, oh, and Paco was like, can I, never mind, you got them. <laughs> I was like, no, you can't. You can't have what I have now. No, these oh, are mine. Well, you're, you got some news. Your cousin got engaged. Yes, and Rachel got engaged to Carmelo. Finally. Last Finally. weekend. Last motherfucking weekend. I get off work on Friday. I was fucking miserable. All I wanted to do was get into the fucking house. I see Carmelo outside because they live next door to me. I see Carmelo outside. I did not speak to him for a reason because I was in a motherfucking mood. Oh. So I am like trying to get my key in the door and he's like, Jamie. And I'm like, what? What do you want? What do you want? What do you want? I just want to come in here and eat. What do you want? And he's like, I'm going to show you something. And as soon as he said that, I fucking knew. Like, I fucking knew what he was going to show me. And I was like, show me the ring. I know what you're going to show me. Just show me the ring. So he goes into his car and he pulls out his little ring box. And the ring is fucking gorgeous. It is. It's very pretty. It's not at all what she picked out. It's not at all what he picked out originally. He saw it. He said it screamed her name. He went uh, $1,300 over budget. Oh, okay. To buy it for her because she had to have it. And she got so sick last weekend. And it was Sunday. It was Super Bowl Sunday. And she was like, I feel awful. I feel like I'm going to die. She's like, I'm dying. And he goes, you can't die yet. And she was like, why? And he was like, because I have a secret to tell you. And she's like, what's that? And he pulled out the ring. And she was like, you're going to have to redo this tomorrow when I feel better. Oh. <laughs> and he was like, we're not doing that. Like, Here's your ring. Which I thought was sweet because it was intimate and it's what she would have wanted. Not like me, I want to hold to da. I mean, but if I don't get it, I'm not going to be like that bitch and be like, I'll still accept the, when he throws the ring at my hand and be like, here you go, shut up. (laughs) (laughs) Here you go, shut up. Here you go, shut up. Oh, well, we'd be remiss if we don't talk about this rule. Oh, the time show. We don't have to talk about sports ball, but since you said sports ball, um... 
we did actually watch the game loosely. Like Bruce and I aren't really sports yeah, people, but we I were just sort to of watch waiting. The commercials, um, mm-hmm. and of course the halftime show. I made a whole oh fucking super on it before you get into it. Uh-huh. Let me tell you how I made. I went out and spent a hundred dollars on fucking a Super Bowl spread. There was a char- charcuterie board. There was meatballs. There was wings. There were um. Big ass cookies. There were chips and dip, buffalo chicken dip. Like mm-hmm. I put on a spread for them boys to come over. Uh-huh. Lester brings a friend over. I don't even remember his name. And I'm like, dude, there's so much food upstairs. Please help yourself. I don't mm-hmm. care that you brought a friend over. I'm glad you brought a friend over. More merrier. People could eat this food. Yeah. He did not touch my food. Don't you know? He reached in his bag and pulled out a twenty piece motherfucking nugget. <laughs> I was like, no, you weren't. I said, are you fucking kidding me? I his friend him- did. Yeah, I bought him twenty piece the whole rest of the night. I was like, look, twenty piece. Like, yeah. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. I was hot to death. I was so mad. I was like, I cooked 96 meatballs. They were like, 96? I said, it said on the box, ninety, the bag, 96. Why they couldn't fit another four meatballs in that fucking bag, I don't know. <laughs> but I made all 96 of those fuckers. <laughs> oh, my God. Well, we of course, the halftime show was a big deal for us. I mean, we were all thinking about it. Yeah. You know, us 44-year-olds, you know, us kids from the 90s. You know, we graduated in 95, and I just it got was all, so excited. It got all crunked in that dancery. In the dancery. <laughs> I loved it. Actually, our friend Sharon was like, why does Mary Jane Lines look like she's got an adult diaper on? I didn't think so at all. I liked her little outfit. First I thought she looked all, great. Those boots? Those boots were fucking everything. Her whole, everything she did was great. She's amazing. Still kicking it. She's older than us. She came out doing that walk. I was like, oh, there she is. Oh, uh-huh. there she is. What, Mary? What? I, I was so excited about Mary J. Blige. Like, I was excited about everybody, but the most I was excited about was Mary J. Blige. I was like, that bitch looks exhausted. And then she fell flat on her back and was like, Phew. I was like, she is exhausted. And you know what? You rest up there, Mary. You take your sweet time getting back up because <laughs> you just did the thing. I loved it. It made me so happy. It brought me back because, of course, now we're like middle-aged. And, you know, it's so funny because everybody's like, well, what do you care that you're middle-aged? And I'm like, what do you mean middle-aged? I'm like, what? So even if I live another 40 years. Right. All right. Just say we, just say we do. All right. Right. And I live to be 85 years old. Okay. You think by the time I hit, say, 65, my body's not going to be pissed the fuck off? Right. I mean, what do we got? We probably got another 15, 20 years tops before things really get fucked up. But, I mean, if you think about it, it's true. I mean, the first 40 are not going to be like the last 40. They're not the same. It's not the same. I'm sorry. It's not. I'm sorry. But my foot, it hurts. I think I broke my foot, people. It's, it's just, it's it, it's bothersome to me because I'm like, God, man, you know, it's like, it just made me think of like all those fun things and the fun times. But what got me even more above and beyond that, and I really liked what they did. Did I feel it was sort of like anticlimactic? You know, like some people had like a lot more yeah, but theatrical things we going didn't on. Need that. I, I didn't. I didn't feel like I needed it either. I wish it was longer. The thing is that that Super Bowl show was aimed towards Gen X. I think it, so. it was absolutely aimed for us because all mm-hmm. these years it's either been young music or country music or older music. Like Aerosmith and all that. And like we grew up on that too, but that's uh-huh. more of our parents. Uh-huh. So this Super Bowl was aimed for us. For us when we were in high school, our people. I really liked a lot of the TikToks though that were came out. So there was this guy and I forgot to save it and I'm so mad at myself for it. But he's like an Asian realtor. Uh-huh. Like our age. 
And he was like, um, something about, like, you're about to see who your dad really is and who your favorite realtor is or something. Yeah. They, they, and he did the uh, crunk walk. It's a crip walk. A crip walk. Crip walk. Sorry. I, you said crunk. That's what I was thinking. Crip walk. And when he came in, he was coming in his house door, like, coming into the, like, the living room or the foyer area. And he started doing the crip walk. And he was, like, in his, like, like the suit, like, the jogging suits. Right. So Remember those, like, the Adidas jogging suits were, like, the biggest fucking thing ever back then? So... It was the great. thing about the Super Bowl is they told Eminem if they he did the kneel, if he kneeled, he was gonna get fined. Like why? Ev, because that's a big thing. You're the the players aren't even allowed to kneel anymore. Like it's a fucking thing. I didn't see that, but I thought he was kneeling for Tupac or something. No, Somebody was saying it was like he was uh, kneeling for solidarity. It's injustice. That's what the kneel is for. I didn't see so, any about it, so I can't speak on so it. So here is Eminem. Who was like, um, I got more money than God. Fuck you, I'm kneeling. Mm-hmm. Um, Snoop Dogg was told he could not wear a Crip Blue bandana hanging out of the back of his pocket because that promotes gas. Crips and Bloods, right? So what did he do? He came out in a bright blue bandana outfit. <laughs> <laughs> Dr. Dre was told that he had to take out the offensive lyrics about the police or anything else. He gave zero fucks and did it. You know, I didn't even notice it because it's just what I had for my, my you know, Look, when young was, childhood and I wanted that. I when didn't he care was about sitting it. there playing the piano, it gave me chills. Like, I had no idea that Dr. Dre was so fucking talented. And Katie's so funny. Katie's like, the Beats guy. <laughs> Oh my god! Kira was like, "Stop calling him the Beats guy." <laughs> well, I mean, once I watched that, and uh, you know, Bruce and I were like, "Oh my god, I wish it was longer." Like, I wish they had like a whole thing. Yeah, but there was a lot of things going on in that show, and then- there was. But I just, I wish it was longer. I wish we got to have more of it. It, it was, it was nice. But I think what hit me was some like all these people. I can't really speak about Mary J because I don't really know her background mary J grew up in i want to say either new york or baltimore i know it was one of those cities and she had a rough and tumble life before she came up so i was thinking i mean a lot of these guys had the rough and tumble life you know look at 50 cent he got shot a million fucking times and then you look at snoop dogg you know he like came out of like what was it compton yes and you know dr dre and all those people also like from you know, compton. all from compton i mean so it wasn't like you know they didn't come up with like a spoon in their mouth Eminem, they weren't given anything eminem was, was a lot like in the slums in what chicago no he was from or ohio whichever the detroit fuck detroit but his mother was a drug addict um yeah, but he wasn't slummy he, he like, didn't he was, have a dad like yeah. he was a young sing, he was a young dad mm-hmm. like eminem went through it but you know he's one of those people like he just opened that fucking mom's spaghetti, mom's spaghetti where yeah. he actually was there handing out plates yeah. of fucking spaghetti i know i just um and they all do so much work for their communities so much work. They give back to well, those communities all the time. Well, I think what, and now, like, you know, looking at, you know, like, my children and my children's generation, you know, I just don't see, like, there's just not the same work ethic. You know, you there's got, no like, the fire. cancel culture. There's, it's just a very different thing. And, and it's weird because, I mean, I, you know, I was a single mom to my boys and I, I definitely tried to give them quite a bit. Right. You know, but I don't feel like I was doting on them. I was never like, I was always like, accept your responsibility. Right. You know, blah, blah, blah. I was never one of those moms. I was definitely like, you know, they wrote, you know, how they're like, you know, you're raised by a single black mom if they said this. I was like, well, damn, that must be me because I say it all the time. Um, growing up with them. But it's like, it seems like their lack of work ethic and their lack there's of respect no, and things like that. There's no fire under these soft ass little fuckers ass until they're offended. 
Yes, but what I what I wanted to get back to was if you look at who they were, these people that were right. on stage that night, you know, the people that affected our lives in this certain way, they didn't they were given nothing. They got they somehow they managed to get this opportunity and they went with it. But what's beautiful about them is somehow they managed to get the right people around them. Right. You know, because they had to come to the they had to come to the table with first the talent and the drive, right? Because you don't get there by doing very little. I mean, you've got to perform a lot. You're constantly asked to be somewhere. And you, you've got to make that work in order to make that money and, and make yourself known, right? So these people were, they had to come to the table with a certain thing. But the way they got to the rest of their lives was the right handlers, the right people. But they always didn't have that either. If you think about it. Well, Snoop, at the very beginning coming on, right? right it wasn't until very, later on they kept like moving. Snoop was in trouble for shooting the cop. Right. And, and, you know, Tupac, Tupac also was, like, right. in trouble for things like that. And, like, there was all these things. and But they were young. They had to grow up. Well, at some point, they were like, you know what? I'm going to lose everything or I'm going to go to prison and all this is for nothing. You know what I mean? And they had to make something of themselves. They had to make other choices. So they had to get the right people around them. Yeah. And what my whole point was, at some point in time, you have to make sure you have the right people around you. And you got to be able to come to the table with the drive, you know, and the talent. And it doesn't, I think... If they are not a prime example of who you could be, regardless of what color you are, but, you know, especially, I guess, if you're African-American coming yes. up, right? Especially for those people, it's like they were able to make that dream and it's, it's wonderful. And it, I felt proud of it almost because for us, we all grew up and we didn't, we didn't give a fuck about the color thing. I never, never, I don't care. I don't care. I don't care. And actually I'm really fucking offended that so me and 50 Cent meant to be together. I always felt like him and I should have been together. Girl. But I went the wrong way when I got married the first time. I don't know. That's what I feel like. Because we should have been together. And these people are saying he's a whole F dollar now. And I still think he is fine as fuck. And there ain't a single thing wrong with look, him. Look, Danielle thinks 50 Cent is fine. I like, do. I think he I... is. Did you not see him in power? Look, I don't think 50 Cent <sighs> is sexy. I don't. I don't. Like, oh. I'm Come sorry. On. And, you know, I am currently with a very large melanated man. Melanated. So you would think, <laughs> who's kind of shaped like 50 now, a little boxy, a little he more. He is not. A little more bubbly. But 50 Cent is not built that way. A little more jiggly. Look, y'all need to get off 50 Cent because no matter if you got a little chunky or not, that motherfucker was still hanging upside down. He is not chunky at all is my point, okay? He is not chunky at all. Danielle loves a good dad bod. He doesn't have a dad bod He totally has a dad bod. No, my very amazing husband. That wife beater was holding on for dear life. It the fuck was not. Get the hell out of there. (laughs) You're terrible. You're a terrible person for saying that. 50, don't listen. (laughs) 50, don't listen. Don't listen to her. I still still got you, boo. But um, no, actually, like my husband now. I mean, <laughs> he's probably like, oh, okay. He's gonna listen to this and be like, oh yeah, is that it? Yeah, is that it? <laughs> I'm like, you know, if we have that list, if we ever meet someone, we're allowed to sleep with them. He's on it. Um, <laughs> Fifty Cent's gonna be on it. I was a little pissed at him, but I have to tell you, them saying Fifty Cent is now a whole ass dollar pissed. Like I, I was pissing my pants over it. I thought it was funny. The other thing I thought was really good, though, really quick, because I made some notes. Anybody pay attention to Eminem's drummer? Because that man was living his best ass life I up there. I did not pay attention to the drummer. He was so excited to be there singing, swinging his sticks around. I mean, he had such good energy. I couldn't keep my eyes off of it. To be fair, during the halftime show, I was sitting beside Mikey and Allison and Wendy, and they were acting out. So I didn't really... 
Well, I have to tell you, somebody made this thing, and I know we can go like into what we have, but XY, uh, well, FYI, Mary J still has it. I don't care. Uh, our friend Sharon, life. our friend Sharon said she had on a, an adult depends that it was bedazzled or something. I didn't think so at all. I think she looked amazing. Um, but somebody had said, <laughs> they said, oh, uh, where is it? Where did I go with it? They said something like, uh, the best they they thought it was the best halftime show since Janet's titty fell out. Yeah, my favorite halftime show will always be Prince. Yeah, I think I'll have to go with Prince. He put it on. He put the show on. It had the theatrics. It it went everywhere. That's he the one thing I have to say. Purple rain in the motherfucking rain. <laughs> And you know, I'm I'm a huge Prince fan. Like, yes, absolutely. like when when Prince died, like Jamie would like growing up. My idol was Whitney Houston. I loved her. I entered all the contests they had. They I remember Whitney in Paris, and I asked my mom to help me. I saved up all my money for these stamps to send off these postcards because if your postcard was picked, you got to go see Whitney Houston in Paris. Me thinking that I didn't. Oh need- wow! So I did 150. Of these postcards. And I asked my mom. I was like. Is this right before I start writing there? And she's like. Yeah. It's fine. And I ended up sending them all back to myself. Oh no. I was absolutely fucking devastated. Oh no. So when he passed. You know. It stung a little. When Michael Jackson passed. It stung a little. Stung a little. When Prince fucking passed. I cried in my car for an hour and a half. And wore purple for a month. tell you i the only thing i wish it was a little longer i don't think they did a lot of theatrics with this one we but i don't know a, that we needed it but Devin was like why are they standing on a fucking hood of a <laughs> of a clean low roller oh my god can i just tell you that this part let me just tell you real quick so i'm in this group where somehow when people get on to paris island which is where my son is right now in boot camp yes the they take pictures or they um they either take pictures, they do videos, and then there's like a couple people that they actually do allow on there to take certain videos. Right. And they're only allowed to post them in certain places and you have to be able to prove that you have a recruit there or whatever it is. So anyway, so this woman posts these, well, actually a man came on and did a blog. I guess they were doing this thing called the confidence course. And there's like all these different pictures. Well, I found Christopher in them, but it's only his eyeballs and the very bridge of his nose. And that's it. It's like from here up and he's got a hat on. So this is all you can see. <laughs> Right? Well, he's got like a knit cap on, like a skull cap on. That is all you can see in this picture. And I posted the other day. I was like, look what I just saw today. Oh, what I got today. So anyway, she posted. I was like, oh, I got to see my son too. You know, I I said, yes, I got to see my son. And she was like, you know, which one's yours? And like, I kind of went in and I I showed which one. She was like, well, like, don't get too excited because you wouldn't believe how many of us have like similar features. I was like, look, lady, I know my son's eyes. (laughs) I made those eyes. Right. I know what his eyes look like. And so, and then she wasn't exactly sure what platoon it was. Well, then other people were saying, no, my son's there, my son's there, and they're all in the same platoon. So she ends up coming back and she goes, well, maybe, you know, it's, it'll be your son after all. I wrote my son a letter and I told him, I seen you today. It's just your eyes and the very tip of the bridge of your nose, but I know it's you. And I actually sent it to my mom and my mom was like, oh my God, there's Christopher. She picked him out too. I didn't even circle it or show anything. I just sent the picture. I said, find, find Christopher. Like, where's Waldo? She found the same one. And I did the same thing with Jonathan and he found the same one too. Right. So we know our motherfucking kid's eyes. Okay. We know. 
But anyway, so I sent him a letter and I said, I saw a picture of you today. If you come home and look at that picture and it's not you, you take it to your grave that it was you because I broke bad with some woman on there talking about, I know my kid's <laughs> eyes. I made my kid's eyes. They'll tell me it ain't my kid's eyes. So I, that's, that's the level of petty I'm in that my poor son is in boot camp getting his ass handed to him and his brain remade. And I'm over here like being petty about some eyeballs. I just... <laughs> like if they're not you you take it to the grave because uh, mom is is correct but on another note cancel culture is very interesting we've talked about that i hate cancel culture so like i just said this generation isn't pissed off until they're there's no fire under their asses until they're fucking offended about something well the one thing that they tried to do (laughs) bitch ass kids the one thing they tried to do was get rid of dave chappelle we talked about that before it was one of our biggest episodes um, you know, lots of controversy over that one because we disagree with the, we basically disagree with the people trying to cancel him. We didn't agree that he was offensive to LGBT. He was fucking pissed off. He was angry and he did to one of their own and he lost a friend and he was fucking pissed off and he threw the fucking gauntlet down and that's how it went. But anyway, they tried to cancel him and Netflix was like, no, including employees at Netflix that walked out and wanted to protest him and all this other right. stuff. So according to daily report, 71.com. They're like, cancel culture takes another loss to Dave Chappelle. I don't think you can ever cancel Dave Chappelle. Like, Dave Chappelle is going to have to, like, rape little children in order to get rid of Dave Chappelle. Like, you're not going to get rid of him because he says crazy things. The thing is with Dave Chappelle you know is, mean? he is who he is. And that is the that is the best thing about his comedy. Because the shit coming out of his mouth is absolutely 100 fucking percent facts and truth. And yeah. he is spitting out real life facts and he's doing it in a funny way. And he is another one that is not for the weak hearted. So basically Gen X, cause all you other ones are fucking pussies. Like yeah. shut up already. Like quit acting out. Like just let that man live. If you don't like it and it doesn't fucking directly affect your life, move the fuck on. Well, they don't know how, but Dave Chappelle is just uncancelable, I think. He really is because we won't let them. Well, apparently Netflix was kind of like, eh, whatever, we're going to like bring you back. So according to them, they just did a new deal with him that he is now going to be producing four new specials from from comedians that he's handpicked. So he's going to be working with these comedians and he's putting on these specials and now they have like this new deal and it's basically with Dave Chappelle. So not only did Dave Chappelle not get canceled, but then Netflix was like, hey, let's do some more shit. So now he's got four more things coming out. I don't know that he's going to be in them. It doesn't say that he's going to be, but I thought it was kind of interesting and you really can't get rid of the goat. You can't. No, and he's the goat. As far as I'm concerned, he is. He's, if you were to throw Dave Chappelle up in front of the, and like, and have him do the opening of the halftime show, that would have been fantastic. Like, think if he like did a warm up for the halftime show and then all those people came out. Wouldn't that be like kind of amazing? I'm just saying. Like, I would have loved that too. I would have definitely double watched it. Oh my goodness. So anyway, so I just, I thought that was pretty cool. They don't tell us when it's going to come out, but uh, yeah, he's uncancelable. I'll be watching just like okay. I do every other time. All Speaking right. of somebody, um, I don't know whether I want to do Wendy Williams or Kanye. You can go with, let's go with Kanye. Cause I actually have something with Kanye too, because I have been stalking this motherfucker like crazy. Yeah. I am in love with Kanye right now Kanye for different reasons. Has lost his whole entire fucking mind. yes he absolutely he has. has accused people of attacking travis scott that weren't 
he has lost his whole entire mind. He is dating women, but still posting about Kim. Like, he needs to be back on his mind. Oh, he calls Pete Davidson Skeet. Skeet. That's exactly it. Skeet Davidson. Skeet. That's and I in, think it's so funny. That's in here. So it says, Kanye West slams Pete Davidson for mocking him on Saturday Night Live. He says, you got any more mental health jokes? Here's the thing about Pete Davidson, though. He's very open about he's his, got mental health his issues. own mental health issues. <laughs> so he's not joking. He just wants Kanye to get some fucking help. And that he did that before he was dating right. her. That right. was so years it says, before. The drama continues. Conway, Kanye West was... Conway? Conway Con- West? Conway. <laughs> Kanye West was quick to slam Pete Davidson again shortly after the Saturday Night Live star made his return on Instagram. Hi, Skeet. This is Kanye. Hi, Skeet. You got any more mental health jokes for me? The Illinois native 44 wrote via Instagram on Thursday, February 17th, using his nickname for Davidson, 28, instead of his given name, which is Pete. Wait, what if he calls him Skeet? <laughs> Alongside... Oh, what? What if I call him Skeet? Because, do you know what Skeet is? No. Don't look at me like that. You guys can't see what she just did. She looked at me like she was so exasperated. Like, do you ever watch Big Bang Theory? And, like, Sheldon gets, like, annoyed and he's like, <sighs> like that. That's what she just did. She pulled a Sheldon on me. Skeet is another word for a woman climax. So he's an orgasm? He's calling her a cum stain, basically. He's calling him Skeet. He's calling him a cunt. Is skeet is a woman's climax? It's it's another word for the stuff that comes out when you climax. A woman's semen. Is no, it skeet. isn't. Yes, it... What? What? Look, she's like, look, why are you going to make me do this today? Why are you going to make me show how little you... How naive you are? <laughs> Define the word skeet. Here's the definition of skeet. Oh, this a is... shooting you. Hold sport on. in which a clay target... Urban Dictionary... Definition of the word skeet. According to dictionary.com, not that dudes need another way to say cum, but they've got one with skeet, which is slang for ejaculating. That's not, they just said ejaculating. Like, it's just ejaculating. It used to be a woman's ejaculation, but basically he's calling him a cum stain. That's what skeet <laughs> is about. Anyway. I learned something new today. Now that that's I thought over. it was like skeeter or something. <laughs> No. Like, you know, when, you know, like, no. young kids, you'd be like, oh, look at no, you, Skeeter. No, like, cl- you, like. He's basically calling him a cum stain. Anyway. <laughs> Alongside his shady caption, West includes a screenshot from Davidson's SNL appearance in which he discussed the rapper's mental health struggles. You know how wrong about politics you have to be for, like, me to notice? The king of Staten Island previously during, said during a September 2018 weekend update appearance. Which is way before him and Kim got yeah, together. Yeah, way, way, way before. And uh-huh. back then he was even saying that they were a lovely couple, actually. Right, and, all and that he, stuff. that's when he was slamming West's pro-Donald Trump remarks. During, during his musical performance one week later, you know how annoying that is. Like, Kanye is a genius, but like, a musical genius. Kanye, I know you're like, yo, this is the real me. I'm off my meds, but take them, please. There's no shade in, medi- in the medicine game. Is I'll take them. Is what Pete Day said yeah, and to him. He says, I take him. Davidson, who who donned a Make Kanye, oh, Make Kanye 2006 again cap. <laughs> <laughs> During this segment, continued at the being mentally ill is not an excuse to act like a jackass. I'm quoting my therapist, my mom, and my mailman. <laughs> West's recent comments came hours after Davidson rejoined the Instagram after nearly four years hiatus. 
While the comedian who began dating West's estranged wife, Kim Kardashian, in October has yet to post anything on his new page, he already follows the Skims mogul, 41, and the actor Sebastian Stan West for his part his part also gave Davidson's page a follow. So all these people, when Pete Davidson made his return, got on here and started following Pete Davidson. Mm-hmm. Earlier this month, the Yeezy designer initially made headlines after publicly dissing Davidson oh, in a series time. of now-deleted Instagram posts. Mm-hmm. Hold your spouse close, make sure they know how much you love and appreciate them because there's a skeet lurking in every dirty-ass alley waiting to help destroy your family and walk around in Calvin Klein's around your children. Yes, he did! West he wrote, did! Wes wrote on Sunday, February 13, alleging that Pete Davidson would never meet his four children. He did, because I think Pete, like, somehow he has, like, a text message from him or something. Yeah. And it was a very nice text message, like, I haven't met them yet, but, you know, hopefully, you know, things will get better, and one day I'll meet them. And he posted, I don't don't even remember what he said. It was something along those lines, and Pete was very nice about it. He posted his text message and said, you'll never meet my kids. Anyway. On Instagram, I was like, oh my god. Anyway, Wes and Selfish Arthur shared um, North 8, St. 6, Chicago 4, and Psalm 2. Hours earlier, he added, if you see Skeet in real life, scream at that, at your loser at the top of your lungs and say, Kim Ye forever. No, he didn't. Is that what he said? Kim Ye? Yell, he told people if they see him to yell, Kim Ye forever. <laughs> amid, the, <laughs> amid the social media feud, Kardashian has allegedly pleaded to keep their relationship civil while the dirt actor has taken, a, he has taken a mature route. Pete is staying a... Far away from Kanye as possible. A source exclusively told the weekly early US Weekly earlier this week he does he's not afraid of him. He just doesn't want to get involved in the divorce drama, which is smart on his part. The keeping up with the Kardashians alum filed for for divorce from the rapper in February of 2021. After nearly seven years of marriage, despite moving in with moving on with Davidson, the beauty mogul hoped she and Wes could amicably amicably That was a that was a hard one for me. Co-parent their children together, even describing herself as Kim's West biggest or Kanye West's biggest cheerleader in the March Vogue profile. You could be so hurt or angry at your ex, but I think in the front of the kids, it always has to be your dad's the best. No matter what you're personally mm-hmm. going through, the KKW beauty entrepreneur told the outlet. That's smart, Kim. Good for you. For so long, I did what made other people happy. And I think in the last two years, I decided I'm going to make myself happy. And that feels really good. I think it's important to be honest with yourself about what really makes you happy. I've chosen myself. I think it's okay to choose you. Well, some of what he has done. He's out of his mind. Is stalkery and just flat out like, Give me oh my but some of it's fucking hilarious. So let me just tell you what I saw last night. So according, Corey Gamble, I guess his name is, the the, the guy that was with Chris Jenner. Yeah. yeah. Apparently he cheated on her. Okay. And she out. Right. Well, last night, Kanye posted on it and I hurried up and screenshotted all of it. Because he keeps like, deleting shit? Yeah, he deletes it all. Yeah, because the first ones are all about this stuff. And then he, like, goes on and, like, oh, there was another one where, um, so Machine Gun Kelly uh-huh. and Skeet were in, <laughs> in their underwear having, like, a pillow fight or something. It was, like, part of, like, a shoot, like, a photo shoot or something. And he posted it and said, you'll never meet my kids. Jesus Christ. I mean, and he's, like, stalking him. Oh, it must have been for Calvin Klein. 
I think it was. And then there was also another thing where somebody was talking about. So somehow Pete, I don't remember how it went, but like, you know, Ariana Grande was with Mac Miller and then he died over an overdose or whatever it was. And he was saying something about Pete Davidson after Mac Miller died, did something funky. And that's why Ariana left him. But I can't, I don't know what it was. Like, it was hard for me to tell what he was saying, but he was saying that something like Pete Davidson sent Mac Miller's aunt something a week later and Ariana got rid of him. But anyway, so he just, he posted a lot of crazy shit about Skeet. So last night he posted about this breakup with Corey Gamble. And this is what he said. And I wanted to hurry up and do it before he got rid of it. So I screenshotted all of it. It says, God has a plan to remove the godless. Corey needed to never be here anyway. And I think he's a nice person, not a great person, a nice person. He used to be around Puff's family, then got around Justin Bieber. And then when Chris got divorced, let me move to the next one, he slid in. He became the TV version of a father figure. And as he always called himself, a real N. I'm not going to say that word. He once told my wife, <laughs> talking about Kim. Kim, yay forever! I know. He once told <laughs> He once told my wife he knew what music she should be listening to. So when I seen him a week later, I had him removed from my daughter's birthday party. <laughs> we still never met his family, and I guess we never will. He got my wife linked with the liberals in a deep way. Oh my that God. was his job. For some reason, I always felt he worked for DuPont or some organization in that pedigree. Oh God. Now, now he's off to his next mission. His job is done. He's not messy enough to do something like this. Not DuPont. Paco, I don't know. Paco, baby, you're not safe from Kanye anymore. <laughs> He's not messy enough to do something like this. It's on purpose. I love Chris. This woman is a hero, and she's done what she's had to do to protect her family and make sure they prosper, even if it meant telling everyone not to listen to me. I respect her grind, her hustle, and her mind. Chris is one of the best to ever do it. I mean, that was nice. Mm-hmm. KBA forever! Can't. So, I was like, OMG, what is Kanye up to now? Like, okay. every day I, like, log in to see what this motherfucker's up to, because every day he's doing something else, and it's amazing. It really is. Like, it's, like, literally the only thing I'm ever, I ever look at. It's like a train wreck. It is, but he's so, like, this is who it is. Like, I don't know. Like, he's just, he just does what he wants to do. He don't give a fuck. Oh, look, this is the one thing. There are two kinds of people. People on my team are losers. I hate him. <laughs> Speaking of people that do whatever the fuck they want. Uh-huh. Regardless of consequences. Let's talk about fucking Wendy goddamn trash person, Holly Williams. Oh, wait, do we think she's a trash person right now? Um, Wendy Williams is always a trash person. Oh, I wasn't sure. I don't really watch her show or follow anything with her, so I can't, I can't stand speak Wendy on Williams. Her. She... She's horrible. Anyway, she about to lose her show is what's going to happen. And this is why. So it says, while Wendy Williams people are telling her talk show producers that she is too sick to return to work, she is recording videos on a beach in Florida headed to the gym. The article continues below. Below the advertisement. You can't have it both ways. You were either too sick to sit in a purple chair for an hour each day on a TV on TV or you are not. Can you imagine if you called in sick for six months and then popped up on a video in Florida skipping down the beach? Mm. You would be fired. Mm-hmm. Sources tell the tell uh, the radar. 
At this point, Wendy is making fools out of all the hardworking people who show up for for work each and every day, even when they are not feeling great. In a cider dish, the show's producers are livid about the latest stunt. We are told that Wendy's TV bosses were caught off guard when by the message, which is why it appeared on her new social media account. So, Wendy Williams got a new social media account. Alright. Her old social media account has, like, upwards of 2 million followers. Okay. This one has 14,000. Oh, okay. It says, for months, producers have been begging Wendy to record a short message addressing her fans. Her show, her show account has almost 2 million followers, while this new personal account only has $14,000. <laughs> 14,000 followers adds a friend. Article continues below the advertisement. Shut up. I don't know why they wrote that in the article, because now I'm reading it and I look dumb. Anyway, what is she doing? She has surrounded herself by people giving her bad advice. She needs to be working with the people at her show, not going rogue on her own. Wendy doesn't, do, doesn't know anything about social media. She doesn't know how to post videos, which means someone else is doing this for her, which is absolutely terrifying. Mm. In the video posted earlier this week, Wendy was seen walking on the beach as her son Kevin Hunter Jr. filmed her while asking questions. While talking to the camera, Wendy tells her fans she's doing okay and visiting her family in Florida. She thanked all her supporters for their prayers as she continues to deal with medical issues. Wendy said she would eventually return to New York and would be going back even stronger. The only problem is the producers feel like this is not being communicated to them. Wendy has been MIA from her show since last September. The producers were forced to scramble to find guest hosts for the season. Sources tell us the network and producers have been working on finding a permanent replacement due to the her due to their belief that Wendy is likely not to be going. She's not going to be making it back. So why even keep the show on then? It sounds like it's so to so, need a new show with somebody else, another the, name. The front runners are Sherry Shepard and Leah Remini. I fucking love Leah Remini. Oh my god, I love her too. I wish they brought her damn show back on Scientology so bad. With Sherry reportedly being close to signing a deal last week. All the drama comes as Wendy continues to battle Wells Fargo over control of her accounts. She believes her former financial advisor, Lori Schiller, told the bank she was not of sound mind and they cut off access to her money. Oh damn. The bank is asking for her gar- for a guardian to take control of it. Sources tell us on top of that, Wendy is also getting close with her ex-husband, Kevin Hunter, down in Florida. So, yeah. I thought her and her husband weren't together anymore. No, they're divorced. He was awful. And now she's, like, hanging out with him again. No. Yeah, that's what they just said. (sighs) He went and got fucking another girl pregnant while they were married. Mm Mm-hmm. You know what? Whatever. You know what? Do you, boo, I guess. Do you. If that's where you want to go, then you got to do that. But, um, oh, you know what? I was doing the screenshots for Kanye and this screenshot came up for me. And you know, we're like straight from the net. And most of the time it's like we're Facebook people, Facebook land. For the first time ever, I got a community standards thing. That's how boring I must be because it's the first time I've ever had it. Oh, your community guidelines? I got yes. banned for like three days. You remember we talked about it a few weeks ago because my, um, something I posted in 2016. Yeah, like they're like going back and looking at your old posts and everything. Well, so, <laughs> so this woman, I'm in a Marine Moms group, and this woman posts that she's at the grocery store and her son calls and was like, Mom, no one's answered the door. She's like, What do you mean? And he's like, Never mind, I'm gonna go in through the garage. She was like, Oh my God, are you home? Oh my God. 
Well, come to find out it was all a joke, and he's, like, laughing with his, like, you know, room buddy. And he's, like, in Okinawa, Japan, and he's not home at all. So, the poor mom was like, you're an asshole. Like, I can't believe you did that. Like, she was freaking out, like, getting ready to drop everything in the grocery store and run home because she hasn't seen her kid in two years. And he thinks it's so funny that he just did what he did to her. I was like, so I said I would beat him through the phone. I would beat his ass. But a dollar sign, dollar sign. Well, I guess, you know, my, um, I don't know, my rogue, or not rogue, but like my thinly veiled ass. I guess it was, I was, what did they say? Something about violence. I was trying to like, I was instigating violence or Mm. whatever. I was like, what? And it's like so annoying that I couldn't put that. So they said, if I did it again, my cow could be in danger. Remember, I was just showing you. Don't, I was like, are you don't kidding Don't put me? your account in danger. I was like, are you kidding? I'm like, it's I so never post anything. You never post anything bad. Meanwhile, I'm like. <laughs> Suck my balls, bitch. Like, all right. or something awful. But right. it does. It says, your account may be restricted if you violate again. See why. And it says, we understand that mistakes happen. So we didn't restrict your account. Well, that's good. But it says, a post that you did didn't follow our standards. And it was that woman's thing. Because, I mean, who was that? Like, you know, your son's been stationed to, you know, for two years in Okinawa, Japan. And then he makes that little comment. You would want to beat him through the phone because it's you know fucking what? rude. It's not funny. Don't fuck with your mother's emotions. It's not okay. So, anyway, I thought that was pretty interesting that, you know, I got, like, you know, my little whatever. But the other thing that I thought was cool is, you know, on my, that Audi uh-huh. page. Well, apparently they have um, maternity, they have jammies that this woman is using as maternity jammies. And she posted that she is 12 weeks pregnant with spontaneous quadruplets. And she's like, yes, she read that right. Four babies. I will be living in these and checking next time. I'm at Audi to see if they have more because they definitely get my vote. And she posted a picture of herself. What are they? Four. There's four babies. She's she's talking about the jammies they have there. Oh. Like, they have the... It's called the Audi Isle Chain. Yeah, I know. Yeah, right? So, it's like... right. They had, like... I don't... Well, anybody who buys pajamas from the grocery store, because you know what? My ass loves some BJ's pajamas. Well, in this case, she got these pajamas. And then the other thing that's going on right now, they have like these, um, like jewel joggers or like sequin joggers that everybody's wearing. And I'm like, holy crap, all that. But yeah, this woman was like spontaneous quadruplets. Do you imagine like she's not even, it's not for any other, it just happened. Like there's, it, she didn't go get like, you know, stuff done. Like she didn't have to, you know, go to the that's doctor. Crazy. Yeah, it's spontaneous quadruplets. I mean, would you not, like, pass the fuck out? I'm telling you right now, if God decides, Scott Addy decides to grant me anything spontaneous, it better not be fucking four babies. (laughs) I'll take cancer, thanks. Well, what? (laughs) You would not. (laughs) She just looked at me like, but what not? What in I? I don't know. I just thought that was pretty interesting that she did that. And her name was Carissa. So if anybody wants to send that woman a little bit of a... Love and light and all the other kind of crap because her ass is going to need it with all them babies. You would have to quit your job if Katie got pregnant with four babies. You'd have to quit. Yeah. You would have to, you'd have to go help her. Mm-hmm. I don't know how you would, I don't know what you would do. You would have to be, you'd have to become her daycare provider and get paid that way or something. I told this bitch that she have more than one baby that I only want one. That the other one can be Lee's mom's. Oh my God. You are not, why do you say the things you say? You know, as soon as we get 20s of people listening, <laughs> at some point, somebody's going to be so offended by the stuff you say, and they're going to write in and be like, I can't believe you said you only wanted one grandbaby. 
Grandbabies are a gift from God. Yeah, whatever. So I'm I'm scrolling through <laughs> after I just read that article. And it took me to a whole slew of other articles. Mm-hmm. And it says, Father of two accidentally drank meth, mysteriously disguised in a wine bottle, in a wine bottle and is left in a coma fighting for his life after collapsing in a pharmacy. How do you accidentally drink meth? Right. And I guess, how does that even happen? I guess that's how they get you with the headlines, because we're about to read this shit. Okay. This one wasn't even part of the plan. Bonus! A pharmacist remains in a coma in a hospital after accidentally drinking the drug methamphetamine. I didn't know you could drink it. Methylamphetamine is what it says. Which was bizarrely disguised in a wine bottle. Hans Morcus, 43, collapsed on the floor of his Anadel Pharmacy in Sydney, in Sydney's inner west, on January 31st, soon after consuming the toxic drug in a liquid form. Huh. I thought the only meth you get in liquid form was for loco. Anyway. <laughs> the father of two has been in serious condition and the world, at the Royal Prince Alfred Hospital in Campertown ever since. At this stage, there were no charges in relation to the drugs, Mr. Mokos and Jets said. It's believed Mr. Mokos was unaware the wine bottles were laced with the deadly and highly addictive drug, also known as ice. What the fuck? I know, right? What the fuck? Well, good. At least now you feel a little dumb about something, because I didn't know what the fuck Skeet was, so now it's your turn. <laughs> it, is believed, <laughs> it is believed Mr. Marcos, a father of two, was unaware of some of... That's just under the caption. Why the quantity of meth was placed in the wine bottle is also unknown. Methamphetamine is also is often imported from overseas in liquid form and then turned into the crystallized variety. What? Huh. Breaking Bad got me all fucked up. Because that's not how they do it there. Mr. Marco's family and friends gathered at St. Mary and St. Mina Coptic Orthodox Cathedral at Bexley's in Cindy. Sydney South last week for a prayer visual, according to a Facebook post. In a statement, an NSW police spokesperson said officers were aware of the, of the um, medical episode at work last month. The man was located by a 37-year-old woman who con- contacted the NSW ambulance paramedics. He was taken to Royal, to Royal Prince Alfred Hospital, where he remains in an induced coma. So, an investigation into the circumstances surrounding the man's injuries is currently underway. According to his Instagram page, Mr. Marcos is qu- is a qualified compounding pharmacist and has his own lab to manufacture medicine. Ooh. He also reported owns three pharmacies. Okay. Okay, first of all, now my interest is spe- peaked because this guy's got his own lab. Well, he's a compounding pharmacy. So, yeah. Right, and he's got three pharmacies, right? Okay. He's making meth on the side. You can't just... This is this is my theory, and it might be wrong, and if it is, I'm sorry to Mar- Mr. Marcos's family, but are they really going to hear this? Anyway, he's making meth on the side. Because, <laughs> why not, right? He's watched a few episodes of Breaking Bad. He could be that guy. And he wants to be Walt. <laughs> he's got to get the stuff somewhere. He, or that can't be tracked because he's a pharmacist. 
So if it's tracked through him, they're going to get suspicious. He's going to lose his license. So he's got a black market guy. Black market guy sees what he's doing and says, hey, I could do that. I'm going to gift him this bottle of wine. He's going to drink it, die of a meth overdose, and boom, I'm going to take over his shit. That's my theory. I think she's ingested some meth on the way over here with that little... <laughs> with that little idea that she had going there. Um, okay. <laughs> Hey, can I tell you, last night we watched Eternals. It was awful. What? The new movie, Eternals. I have... It was fucking awful. I just want y'all to know. If any of you like it and whatever, good for fucking you. But I didn't like it at all. But, um... It's, oh! Real quick, like... Apparently, there is a thing now... Oh, good, it's popping up now. They have this thing called micropigmentation... Huh. And it's wild. Like, these men come in that are, like, going bald. Look. And they get their heads tattooed. I follow a guy on fucking, uh, something Herman. Something Herman on TikTok. And these motherfuckers are coming bald as a motherfucker, being look, looking like 65 years old. And by the time he's done with them, they're walking out looking 24 with a full head of motherfucking hair. Oh, I love that, where they it's glue it onto their head. motherfucking tizing. I don't want to hear another word about women and their makeup. And we need to take them swimming on their first date so we know what we're getting. Nah, motherfucker, not when you are out there doing that. No, you look 20 years younger. <laughs> Makeup's not looking at making us look 20 years on younger. Like, there's not enough eye Have cream. you seen some of those TikToks? Some of these women, they don't have no teeth and everything else. And the next thing you know, there's, like, one woman that I'm like, oh, my God, she looks like she would have been our neighbor in the trailer park. And the next thing you know, she puts a wig on and all her makeup and some fake teeth in. And she looks all good. Oh, no, woman. It was insane. I didn't even know what to think about it. But here's these men, and they go, and they get, like, their heads tattooed. And they look like they got, like, a buzzed cut, like, a really tight, like, one-blade cut forever. And they never look bald again. And I'm like, I thought bald was, like, the thing, though. Like, you know, just be bald. Paco is a bald man. And he shaves his head. Because, Lord forbid, he start getting his hair because he's got, like, the horseshoe going on. Yeah. Lord forbid he starts growing his hair in because then he thinks he looks old. Especially with the beard. Gray. Like, his vanity is... It, it makes me giggle because he's so even killing. He gives zero fucks about everything else. But Lord forbid you see gray on him. <laughs> that is, oh my God. I need to shave my face. I need to shave my head. Well, I thought it was pretty neat. It's called Jero Hair Ink PA. Nope. Yeah. G-E-R-O-W Hair Ink PA. Jero Hair Ink. And I'm like, they literally just like fucking tattoo a buzzed head cut on you. And it's like kind of amazing. I know exactly what you're talking about. I love watching those where they glue the hair onto the head and they shape it and do all the kinds of craziness to they do to it. It's fascinating to me. And I always end up following those people on TikTok. Right. All the time because I can't wait to see the next one they right. do. Because oh, what is fascinating. What is this sorcery, Harry motherfucking Potter? I don't know, but take us home, Jamie. It's about that time. Anyway, um, I've got, I don't even know what we talked about today. <laughs> If you've recently banned from Facebook from a post that you posted in 2016 or for using um, the misspelling of the word ass, <laughs> write us in at straightfromthenet at gmail.com. You can also find us on all your major platforms, uh, podcast platforms that you listen to. We are um, Apple, Apple, what's it? The, uh, iTunes? Yeah, iTunes, yeah. Yep, iTunes, all those. We're there. 
Um, <laughs> wherever you can listen to podcasts, you're usually going to find right. us. But our mother account, our mother platform is SoundCloud. Right. But we have something that not all radio shows. Oh, shit. Podcasts. Podcasts. What know is wrong with us? What are we like I fucking amateurs now? I think now? I'm having a stroke. We're like fucking amateurs now. So anyway. Sorry. You can hear us every Friday morning on the WMLD, the voice of Hudson Valley Radio, at 10 o'clock. And if you miss it, that's okay. There's going to replay it again on Saturdays at 7. Confirmed. Nice. And if you miss that, too. I know everybody's like, you finally fucking listened to it. It only took y'all, it took you bitches like two year fucking years of like listening on a Saturday. Busy. Yeah. And, <laughs> and if you miss that, too, it's okay. Because I usually upload our show by like right around 11 o'clock on Sundays to our mother account. And then it goes shooting out to everybody else. And if all else fails, you can always talk to your Google Home or your Alexis. Hey, Google. Or hey, Alexa play straight from the net and they'll find us and i have to tell you real quick we're really excited um things have been moving along with the wmld we have like thousands of listeners on fridays it's wild i can't wait till we get to like the tens of thousands maybe that'd be kind of neat maybe we'll start getting money maybe we can stop paying them to play our content (laughs) i don't know but in the meantime we'll see you guys next week okay bye. bye